Joshua looked toward the glaring sun and decided there wasn't enough time for another run. Not if he was going to make his date with Isabel. He grinned at the thought of her wild red hair, pale face, and patches of freckles she considered a curse. And he longed, as he did so often now, for things to be as they were when they first met. A year ago, he would have walked into her bookstore and found her immersed in one of the hundreds, perhaps thousands of books on the shelves. And she wouldn't have known he was there until he wrapped his fish-stained arms around her. She would have reacted instantly, jumping up, almost knocking over her chair and throwing herself into him. Her face would have been open, full of the joy she seemed to gather and dispense each day. But day after day, month after month, just as he'd been about to let go and revel in her love, it would happen again, just as it always did. He'd pull back, just a little, but enough for her to notice. And she would slowly stiffen her arms and begin asking about his day. He would apologize with his eyes and then reach for her. She would allow herself to be held, but the air of unrestraint, of unconditional everything would have already floated out the window and evaporated with the sun's heat over the thick blue sea. Joshua hadn't been ready to fall in love, but when he heard about the new bookstore in the middle of town and the fiery redhead who ran it, he'd been intrigued. Bell Island is a small fishing town and doesn't attract the grocery or fast food chains the larger towns do. So a new business is a novelty and visiting it a major event. That Saturday morning, a little more than a year ago, when Joshua pushed open the wooden door and heard the soft jingle of the door chime, he'd unknowingly entered another world. One with uncharted feelings, conflict, and pain, and the possibility of real love and happiness. It was a world his life thus far had ill-prepared him for. He'd seen her at once, partially hidden by the long wooden counter that held the cash register, fancy coffee machines, and a glass case half full of freshly baked goods. The scent of coffee, cinnamon, and musty old books swirled about his head. She'd sensed him, too, and stopped in the middle of a transaction. Her brilliant green eyes flitting around the room until finally landing on him like a bird settling into its nest. Joshua hadn't moved, stayed still even as she drew herself away and concentrated once again on the customer in front of her. Only when she'd counted the change and thanked the woman who'd purchased the books did she allow her eyes to search him out once more. Looking for anything in particular? she asked. No, wait! She stepped from behind the counter, revealing a loose white cotton skirt and snug green t-shirt. Let me guess. She closed her eyes and put her chin in her hands. After a few moments of silence, her eyes sprang to life. I've got it. You're an Emerson. I have a book of his essays in pretty good condition. Want to follow me? Joshua watched the red curls disappear behind a tall shelf of books. His first instinct was to tell her he had never read Emerson, wasn't in fact even sure who he was. He laughed to himself as he thought of the stack of fishing books beside his bed, the only books he owned. But he didn't tell her. 
Instead, he followed her and wondered at the sweat forming on the palms of his hands. It was there, in the midst of the classics that lined the old, sagging shelves, where he'd fallen in love.